Hey, everybody. Fantastic episode of The Morning Show today. We discuss how Microsoft has put in a bid to buy chat GPT and integrate it into its search engine, Bing. You know, pretty wild stuff on the AI front. We also talk about this rally and the price action that we're seeing across NFTs in general, but specifically in collections like Board Ape Yacht Club on ApeCoin and how the different members of the show are handling it. So overall, it's a great show. Reminder that all of our content is sponsored by So Rare, so you can sign up at the nifty.com slash so rare. That's T-H-E-N-I-F-T-Y dot com slash so rare. S-O-R-A-R-E. If you like NFTs and fantasy sports, so rare is the platform for you. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the NFT Morning Show. We run this show Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 10.15 a.m. Eastern Time each and every week. We're talking that talk this morning because Microsoft has put in a bid to buy ChatGPT. So we have a lot to talk about on the AI front, how it affects all of the different technology stuff that we have going on inside of Web3 and outside. Uh, We appreciate it. Everybody listening, shout out to my co-host, Nifty Nick, the funniest man in the business. Easy Eats Bodega, just absolutely crushing content on all fronts. Signal, one of the most sophisticated market participants that I know and the author of the Nifty Daily Digest, our daily newsletter. Sign up at thenifty.com. If you don't, you will regret it. Node, the host of Node Mode, the sophisticated art collector himself, obsessed with generative art and making a splash in the art collection world at this point. And then last but not least, Bunny. Bunny, it still says that you're Easy's best friend. I thought you changed this every day. Yeah, well, you know, uh, today the kids were late for school. (laughs) Well, that's unacceptable, Bunny. Yeah, I know. Wait till my wife finds out. (laughs) Are you trying to ruin their future and prevent them from getting into college? No, he wants to be a niche micro celebrity on NFT Twitter, Nick. (laughs) Oh, okay. Well, that makes a lot of sense. That is a pretty popular uh, career choice nowadays. (laughs) That's definitely a popular thing to be. I mean, who would want that? Um, Nick, how are you this morning? I'm doing pretty well. Kicks called me out for uh, getting some boiled eggs, and that, that that is what I was doing. I was on a very rigid schedule this morning. I was like, okay, you can only shower for two minutes if you're going to cook the boiled eggs. Pio's music is going to go certain duration. You just cut it early. So I, I'm a little uh, flustered by mm. that because eight minutes is the amount of eight time minutes. that it should last. Eight minutes. Wow. Yeah, for two songs. That's how long mm. two songs is. Eight minutes. So you just like decided to cut it in the middle in the middle of it. So I'm a little flustered by that, but don't worry, I'll make it through. Um, and uh, yeah, other than that, you know, I'm feeling pretty good. Uh, it's been it's been a good day. Well, your your description of Microsoft acquires Chat GPT seems like. That, that's like on the line between truth and uh, between accurate and not right. Like, I feel like it's, it's, it's a little fuzzy there. Is it? Well, yeah, because the deal that I saw is that they own 49% of it. Mm, that sounds like even closed yet. And no, the deal has not closed. It an offer it's, for it, 10 bill for 49%. Yes. It's a $10 billion offer at a $29 billion valuation, which would mean one third of the business. But, um, actually, th- they say they'd own 49% and then also take 75% of OpenAI's profits until the investment is recouped, which 
Is that a is, fucking? That's like a Kevin O'Leary Shark Tank deal. <laughs> it, is a, it is the Shark Tank deal. Royalty on every transaction for life. <laughs> well, and and the real thing is like they're not making any uh, profit. They're just losing money hand over fist uh, with Chat GPT three. So I'm. Uh, it's it's a little. Um, it's it's a little interesting that they've decided, uh, or or whether or not this deal turns out to be the case. That said. Uh, I remember when Facebook received uh, the Microsoft investment prior to going public, and that was at a ten billion dollar valuation, uh, which is different than investing ten billion dollars. Uh, <clears throat> I mean, there you have to think about it though. There's a limited number of people that can provide ten billion dollars of funding. Yeah, Microsoft's one of them. Uh, I mean. Ten billion dollars is no. I mean, they they tried to buy Discord for like sixty billion dollars. So they they've been throwing their weight around for a couple of years now. Uh, I don't know, Nick. Do do you feel like this is big time for Bing? Because now Bing went from like basically not that good of a search engine to now an AI integrated search engine. Um, I don't know about Bing. Uh, you know, that, it's funny that you mentioned that because uh, uh, that's not something that I've thought about in years. Like Bing is literally not uh, a conversational. I still use Ask Jeeves. Okay. <laughs> well, the reason I bring up Bing is because my friend uh, works at Google, and uh, he told me about this whole thing on uh, Sunday, and he was like, "Yeah, so like you know, uh, uh, Google. Well, Bing went from just like a non, not relevant search engine, really, that not that many people use." to something that we've never seen before, which is an AI-powered uh, search engine, which is pretty crazy. I mean, I'm sure uh, Google has some sort of AI integration into whatever they're doing there. Um, and Google has an immense amount of data. Uh, a, a lot. Th the name of the game really is um, what you're uh, learning from. Uh, ChatGPT3 has a large... Uh, data source that they're pulling from in order to do this. And uh, Google has had that as well. Understanding what people search uh, to derive intent uh, is the name of their game. That is their entire business so that they can serve ads based on that. And so uh, I'm sure AI factors into that. Um, you know, Tesla, a lot of people were arguing that was the same thing because th their, their AI was driven, uh, focused on driving but uh, trained by the most, uh, the largest data set. Ultimately, the entire thesis here is whoever has the most data ends up doing, um, doing the best. So um, anyways, uh, it's exciting nonetheless, and uh, hopefully that means that we continue to be able to do free GPT-3 queries and TikTokers around the world can explain to you how you can launch a chat GPT-3 side business and make $200,000 this year. So <laughs> lot, hopefully we can continue to have that uh, going. Um, I like some of the hustle on, on these uh, TikTokers. My question is, is why don't they just start one of those businesses rather than explaining to you how you can make hundreds of thousands of dollars? Sell them the pickaxes. <laughs> <laughs> None of them want to like offer the actual service. Like that, that's like... Uh, they're like you could yeah. you could start an AI business. You could do it. Yeah, you can. You have the ability to do it. I'm not going to because <laughs> I'm busy. I, I'm interested in being TikTok famous. But uh, if you're if you're interested in running one of those businesses, uh, 
huge potentials exist there. Um, there's a, the biggest one that I think exists is the ability to have a website which summarizes all the queries. I saw a guy post that the other day and, it, and he was like, I'm going to give you my swipe file for, for marketing. And, and it's all paid. And I'm like, you look at uh, something like Lenza, which generated $4 million because it used the exact same prompt for every picture and just had people upload those photos and was basically just a fancy UI with the same exact picture prompt over and over. They made so yeah, much three and a half million dollars in a month. I mean, I'm already thinking a couple of steps ahead. I'm thinking about how uh, once you give AI information, you're kind of like teaching them how your brain works. So I'm already working on sort of an AI misinformation campaign <laughs> where I ask them one genuine question and then I kind of throw them off the trail with just like three or four, like, how do you tie your shoes if you're left-handed? Just throw them quick queries like that. So they're not really sure whether I'm, you know, what I'm up to. You know, I'm tempted to see if we can create an AI business for people to find queries that they can put into AI, you know? So just like one step further, just deeper into the rabbit hole. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I like it. I like the the angles that were taken. Uh, so we're going to dive into introducing some audience members real quick. But also, we have Clemente on stage. Clemente, I heard – well, first of all, I invited you to the video stream. I don't know if you saw that. Second of all, I heard through the grapevine that you're a big-time Bing person. Like, I didn't – first of all, I didn't know that Bing fans existed. Uh, however, uh, I heard that you're one of the Bing people. What's going on? Yeah, well – I, I want to make sure we're not we're not just fighting Bing willy nilly without putting some numbers behind it. Uh, first of all, Bing Bing's ad revenue in 2021 was 8.5 billion dollars, and that's just to give you guys a comparison number. Basically, Twitter zero. made five billion dollars in 2021, uh, and so let, let's just make make sure we understand that. And then, secondly, uh, they are the second leading search engine. Uh, that exists right now, right behind Google. Yes, it's only 3%, but they are second. Um, <laughs> and in March, they plan to incorporate uh, ChatGPT into, it, uh, into its search engine. So only a couple months away. Um, and the only other thing I'll add is I haven't been able to use ChatGPT in like six days because they keep saying they're, they're full capacity uh, usage. So uh, I don't even know what's going on over there. I was there saying anymore, this behind just to too. Add a couple things there. The prompts have gotten like worse, it, like the responses. It seems like it has been tailoring like almost negatively. Like, and I'm not sure what's been going on with it. So, uh, one thing I was going to say before before we dive into that is Google's market share in 2018 was nearly 92. percent They're now down to a measly 84. percent So again, not a monopoly. Uh, uh, never use that word. Yahoo has a uh, 2.6% down slightly, uh, but Bing is at nearly 9%. They were almost at 10% in uh, uh, October, but they're down to, to 9% in December. But regardless, that does mean that uh, Bing is making inroads and it's been gradual. You know, back in uh, 2016, they were at 4%. So they've doubled in size, which is nothing to see is that. And the revenue that you mentioned is legit. I, for one, am still not using Bing, but if they integrate chat GPT-3 and that's where I have to go in order to uh, uh, do my AI search queries, I'm going to be binging it up all day long. And uh, did you ever see that clip of uh, Steve Ballmer? Uh, Everyone's uh, seen it. Yeah, mentioning Bing. I and mean, the guy that got fired. 
<laughs> well, maybe we'll have to pull that up. I also love how even when it's not NFT related and it's just, uh, you know, discussing Bing, I guess, Clemente hits you with the numbers. I'm almost like, do you work for Microsoft, Clemente? Like, I didn't expect such, like, support for... We're getting sponsored. That's actually their top of my list of sponsorship targets for 2023 is uh, is Bing. Well, I mean, well, actually, everyone knows, before we introduce audience members, everyone knows the real uh, top sponsor, and that's Super 73. Nick, what you don't know is that Andres has already gotten a response from somebody at Super well, 73. Then he's in competition because Rocky Rocky has also gotten a response and is now being connected to another contact within Super 73. Oh, so, same. So okay. I, 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 we reached out social media. I reached out to a few people on LinkedIn and then I was able to get the marketing team and I was given the information. I'm just waiting. I, I, I drew up a solid, a solid email. Not only did I say that both of our hosts on this show have a super 73, which is a lie. I, Cause I don't. That's a lie. <laughs> oh, easy. Easy told me you did. I have a different I brand. I have a different uh, brand cause I'm an idiot, but I'll take a super 73 when they give it to us for sure. Oh, well, anyways, okay, so that's besides the point, though. But then I attached uh, Nick's investigator video with 26K views on it. So that's crucial to the selling point right there. I love it. And ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to open source business development I, in action right here, Nick. I said if someone gets the deal, that's five grand right there. I did. No, no, I no, did. no, no. I, 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 you said five grand or the, or the bike. So I'm still deciding on which one I'm going to take. But regardless... I'm I'm getting it. I'm, I want it, man. <laughs> as soon as you said that yesterday, I immediately went on all their social medias and asked, "Hey, how do I get in touch with your marketing team?" There's well, you're. It sounds like there's two people, Rocky, Rocky, and Andres are uh, in the running here in order to uh, win either the e-bike or the five grand. To be clear, uh, th that's been uh, there's been um, w when we asked yesterday w which one people were interested in. Uh, it was like split pretty evenly. There were a lot of e-bike people that w that would have preferred the e-bike over the money, and which is interesting because the money was more than uh, the high. I think it's it's around the exact level that the highest e-bike is at. It depends on what state you're in and how much tax you pay. I think mine ended up being exactly four grand with tax, basically, which let me tell you is a pretty expensive e-bike. Like that's a, that's a very high-end uh, e-bike. It's a high-end bike, but it's a good-looking bike. Bought, but I bought a pudgy penguin for more than that, <laughs> so I'm about to sell it but uh, for a in loss. The state, in the state of New York, can you use it as a tax write-up? Because over here in California, uh, with the uh, electric vehicle tax, you could actually use it as a tax write-up. You Not know I am, because I have a brain in my head. No, uh Pio does because he's interested in tax fraud. No, IRS, no, but, it's uh, transportation so, for my business. So yeah, I think it's a pretty... We all pay our taxes <laughs> happily and we enjoy paying our taxes. It's, 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 hold on, let's let's be clear. For his separate business, separate from our business, how much... How What job is that? You know, what, what business is your other it's business? It's Pio de Benedetto LLC. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's a big time business, okay? It's my name and then LLC afterwards. Watch out. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, um, your business can't be you like that. Actually, I am a business. Name, the name was was a bad move. I'm going to be honest, <laughs> because the first thing they look for is like 
if you can't have a business that manages your life, like that's just not <laughs> my like life a, requires a lot of management, Nick. Okay, there's okay. a lot of overhead just to keep this no, machine I, running. Okay, trust me, I understand, but uh, I would agree you're high maintenance, but <laughs> despite that. That doesn't mean that a business entity is uh, justifiable in the tax laws uh, to do that. Well, so, we'll see what the IRS thinks, Nick, as we'll I write off my... audited first. My, you're going to get audited first because you made more There's money. Yeah, <laughs> All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, we'll, we're going to knock out a couple of audience introductions. Then we're going to go into the weather report. Um, ladies and gentlemen, weigh in on whether you'd like a high-end e-bike, a.k.a. the top model Super 73 as a prize, or the cash equivalent. We're trying to collect data. We're also going to pay attention to who's consistently, uh, you know, taking us up on our, our uh, poll requests uh, as we roll out our new uh, initiative that we've kind of hinted at over time. So we want to hear from you guys. Uh, you know, what, would you rather the cash or the e-bike? Do you want to have a joyful ride around town on an e-bike or do you just want the cold, hard cash? Hold on. We asked gamble it away. Yesterday. I know we need more data. It. We need more data. One person already commented that the viewership drops off once Nick finishes his hard-boiled eggs. So I thought that was an interesting perspective that maybe a lot of people people weren't thinking about but uh okay i was going to introduce that person but they are uh writing their description in french french i got jason and jason is at jason bahada no a different jason it's at, oh, I was M looking at jason bahada m-c-f-h-s-i-e-h -E so he's got a lot of consonants and not very many vowels very hard name to get through there he said you'll never know me so that, you know, he's, he's a hard guy to get to know. They, they talk about stuff like that. Then he said, they say put that on your Tinder bio. There you Yeah, that's a good idea. And then he said, also holding portals for life. And for some reason, I feel like he's talking about it. Oh, no, no. He's talking about ours because he retweeted Bodagos. Now we're talking, Jason. Now we're well, talking. That, 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 would, that would make sense. If, but wait uh, a minute. If, there's soul portals. And he's retweeting Bodagos. Easy. What's your bet? Do you think he's talking about our portals or the random soul portals that are a rug Not pole? random, but it's a metaverse over there. It's like the so, biggest metaverse on soul. So I'd say probably those. Well, mm. I was going to say if he was in our community, it would make sense because it's a bunch of uh, people who are undateable in there. So that would have been, <laughs> including myself. I mean, I'm just throwing it out there. But um, yeah, that, that would uh, make sense if he was hanging out there. Uh, Jason Bahada writes songs and is a bit of a contrarian. My... New album, Crush Grapes, is out now across all platforms. Crushing those grapes. You know, like the meme of that woman. Remember that classic of the woman stomping on grapes and falling over and injuring herself? <laughs> that was one of the original video memes on YouTube. And uh, I just appreciate um, him making an entire album in reference to that. He's also one of the uh, people in the audience using his face as a profile, which is a contrarian. In this audience. So his title being a contrarian does make sense. Imagine if I switched my PFP just to my face. Like, P P uh, I'd probably get unfollowed a lot, you know? But now here we are with that punk and people respond to me. You can make a case either way. We got Ian Kelly on stage. Uh, he's also a contrarian. He's got a picture of his face. He says, apprentice of life. I mean, there's a lot of depth to that bio. Wouldn't you say so? Well, it sounds like is uh, I've been reading the book that I mentioned yesterday about conscious leadership, P.O., and that means that he's living above the line. It's the terminology utilized in conscious leadership. So, uh, you know, if you're uh, sitting and asking those questions, he's probably someone who experiences life above the line. Things aren't happening to him. 
he's taking ownership of it. So I appreciate that sort of lifestyle. And that's the true act of a leader. So shout out to him. Absolutely love to hear it. Nick, why don't you have one more audience intro and then we'll dive into the weather report as being delivered by Kicks today. Uh, Nick, one more. Toxie, OX Toxie, hopefully not toxic, is a uh, minister of NFTs, Maxi, is 20. Only 20. Can't even drink a, drink anything yet, which I don't recommend doing anyways. I'm more of a non-alcoholic beverage consumer at this point in my life as well. Uh, they say it's good for the skin. That's why I look... 39 instead of my age. You know? my, my friend uh, that I was with on Sunday, Nick, said uh, he, you could tell him that you were any age and he'd believe you. Uh, that I was? <laughs> yeah. Um, well, there we go. Uh, <laughs> That's hey, pretty good, right? Yeah. Uh, the best line I, I heard, there was a similar line I heard where someone was talking about someone who has similar like traits to Nick, and they said, how is it possible that you look so old and so young at the same time? <laughs> I appreciate that's that. Nice. Wow. That's that's one of my favorite compliments that Easy's ever delivered. Uh, OX Toxie, reply guy and dopamine plug on the side. I don't even know what that means. And what, what's a dopamine plug or like a recipient? Do you deliver dopamine? Um, and then how do you deliver that dopamine? He enjoys electronic music, screenshots, memes, and will shill seals till the end, but doesn't have one as his profile picture. Interesting so, move. That's a pretty poor job of shilling, not hiring this guy for our sales team. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, th those were the audience intros. Now we move on to the weather report. Kicks, please take it away, amigo. Today is Tuesday, the 10th of January. The year is 2023. OpenSea coming in at $14.8 million. Blur, $16.8 million. Looking over at the leaders, we have Apes, 85. Mutants, 19. Punks, 66.7.1 away from the devil's number. Azuki, 15.8. Moonbirds pulling back a little bit, 8.9. Pudgies holding strong, 6.8. Doodles, 7.2. Clonex, 6.2. So seeing a little bit of a pullback. Over the past 24 hours, friendship bracelets leading the open sea ranks. Bracelets pull back from an all-time high due to a lot of last-minute mints, but remains a favorite amongst the Art Blocks community. It hit 0.7 ETH a few days ago. It is now consolidating at 0.58 ETH. The memes by 6529 is in the top three on OpenSea. The collection, which is now on season two, has some cards 10X from Mint, and larger supply cards have 2X in the past couple of weeks. Community expects an announcement soon that the new card will be Grant Yun. That's exciting floor for the car. 0.35 E. Season two already. Wow, they're moving quicker than Netflix. DGen Mint beat picks. Hit the front page of OpenSea yesterday. We spoke about it on the show yesterday. Nick referred to it as garbage and a rubbish mint. And by the end of the day, rares were selling for over one E. So when Nick says it sucks, buckle up. Volume still in. <laughs> on the feet, 0 0.06 E. Finally, point zero six today. No, patchwork point. by Cameo Pass and Game of Thrones build your realm, which could mean that we see another solid day of volume coming in. Quick look over at crypto. We have Bitcoin at 17.2, ETH at 1322, Solana 
We got Mr. Jay Powell speaking today, and we also have the CPI report back to you in the studio. Fantastic weather report as usual, Kicks. Nick, that was a 0.02 to 0.06, so it's not exactly generational wealth. It's also probably 300%, Pia. When was the last time you made a 3X? It was also a, a don't disrespect, it was 0.007 when it came out the gates. And, yeah. and I remember seeing it at this price and thinking, my gosh, this is maybe one of the all-time collections bound to overtake apes. Well, I think you're probably right. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, some other updates from the Nifty Daily Digest, which is the daily newsletter. You can subscribe at thenifty.com. That's T-H-E-N-I-F-T-Y.com. Signal publishes stories each and every day uh, during the week. So first story is that uh, Proof has actually airdropped Grail Season 3 mint passes to the non-grailed nested moonbirds. So that's great to hear. Another uh, a nice touching story here is that the punk community has rallied to support the OG punk holder, Crypto Novo. He's a friend of the show, uh, pulls up to our events. Really nice guy. He was Really nice guy. We, none of us have bought uh, his thing because fuck that, you know? <laughs> anyway, he was scammed I, I'm for- I'm actually going to buy one. He was scammed for over a million dollars worth of assets, including several CryptoPunks, including his signature CryptoPunk that he's built his brand around. And it seems like uh, at this point, several initiatives have started to help uh, Novo recover his punk. We really hope that he gets that back. Uh, Solana News and Easy is getting ready, I think, to take this head on, is that the leading NFT marketplace on Solana Magic Eden lost 15% market share. Maybe Easy can give some color on this after reintroducing a 1.5% platform fee, which is split 80-20 between buyer and seller. So marketplace fees are back. I guess that was like not cool. And now it's unexpectedly back. So we'll have to hear what Easy thinks about this. Uh, we'll also have to hear from Spencer because I know he's got some commentary on uh, you know some of the stories that we brought up. But first, Easy, what's the story with Magic Eden here? Yeah, so yesterday they announced, they did not announce it. They just turned their marketplace fees back on, which are 2.5%. They did cut them, give everybody what they have, like a reward system that, based on the volume you spend on the marketplace, lowers that fee. So right now, I think they're actually like 1.3%. But what was weird was there was no conversation about it, there was no messaging about it. Just all of a sudden, they were back on. And it was interesting to see because Yesterday, there was some decent volume. I mean, we've had about 400,000 Solana volume for the last three weeks now, pretty consistently. And as soon as those fees got turned back on, volume dropped all the way down to 280K. So about 160,000 drop, which is definitely noticeable. We're also seeing AMMs gain a ton of liquidity. So like the pseudo swap model is starting to gain even more traction because there's no fees on those. And I just sent out a tweet about it. I think we honestly continue to see more traction on AMM pools and even other avenues where people can kind of get more value out of the Solana that they're spending through loans and other kind of components. So I'll be keeping eyes on a lot of the other marketplaces. It wouldn't shock me if we even saw Solanart, a once popular in the previous number one marketplace that is completely 0%, continue to gain market share because there is still no royalty enforcement on NFTs. And that's at least for what they're saying is going to be another week to 14 days until the Metaplex standard gets pushed. And that's kind of like driving the action. So right now with no royalties, it wouldn't surprise me if people just opted for other marketplaces where they don't have to give even any percent still back to the marketplace. I mean, people are obsessed with no royalties, it seems. Obviously, you saw Blur come out um, and have like a, a, 
an advantage because of that. But I, at this point, I think Blur is like 0.5% royalty or something like that. There's like a negligible royalty. I don't know. Spencer has his hand raised. Uh, Spencer, I'm assuming that you wanted to comment on something from the weather report. What's on your mind, amigo? Yeah, so I, I, I need your guys' advice on this. I, I flipped uh, some some of the feet picks, and I just I don't know how to tell my LPs that that's what we were doing. Did you really? Our money. <laughs> yeah. Oh wow, Spencer getting involved with a degen man. Four pump here, three X. See, Spencer didn't text me beforehand though. Uh, to, Not Spencer, cool. You're supposed, to, you're supposed to let me front run your LPs. That was the whole structure <laughs> of the entity. I thought that was how we were going to do business, but whatever. I mean, I see how it is. You know, no, Nick, I think you misunderstood me using you as exit. Oh, look at that. Oh, <laughs> that makes sense. That that would would actually accurately assess my role in this market. So I do appreciate that and uh, your support of me. Well, good job, Spencer. You got yourself a little 2X. Um, you know, would love to hear what you think of everything else. That's but that sounded so like diminishing or, or like just in terms of, Oh, got yourself a two X. What? Oh, uh, you think you're big time now? You think you're a big boy? <laughs> you're saying you that two X. You're I saying have, that. I didn't say I that. I usually get thousand X's. That's usually what I get. I get thousand X's, and <laughs> so. Uh, com- but congrats on your two X. You know, one day you too will be a multimillionaire. Yeah, that that used to be the case. Not so much anymore. Um, you know, I would love to know though, Spencer. What do you think about what's going on here? I mean, NFT volume is is still uh, kind of maintaining. We have the the Fed event uh, that Kicks alluded to today. What do you think? I mean, I think it's really interesting. Like we had ETH go up and NFTs go up in the same period of time in the last couple of days. That feels pretty anomalous. I think it's worth like trimming, taking some profits. The Fed came out pretty, pretty strong last time we heard the sort of Fed meeting. I don't know what's going to happen today. I think we're in for a year of pain, at least maybe two. Um, and so I'm a little skeptical. Like, I think you should be selling every pump and then waiting to buy capitulation. So I, I sold about 20% of my portfolio over the last couple of days, just, um, felt like a good timing. I also am super, super skeptical of, you know, we said this on the show yesterday, kennel dogs, but like, uh, this Yuga mint has me a little spooked. Now, if, if we're wrong though, like, cause I think it, the obvious thing is that everything dumps after the Yuga mint. If we're wrong about that, I think we could see things run. Like there's there's no reason that NFTs themselves should underperform, whereas like ETH is very, very, very tied to um, sort of interest rates, the Fed meeting and macros. Like NFTs do well when there's low ETH volatility, more so than when there's low like or high ETH price. And so if we just see that there's going to be a continued sort of like twelve to thirteen hundred dollar price range for ETH for the next like six months. Like that's giga bullish for NFTs, I think. Uh, and Spencer, are you like hung over right now? This is a, a sort of different energy that we get from you uh, than normal. What's going on over there? No, the, um, I'm, 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 I'm on headphones and the headphones make my voice sound a lot more monotone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, that sounds like a good excuse. The thing I was going to say is, Look, I just wanted to speak real quick. I'm a big Bollinger Bands and MACD guy. That's what they say Let's about me. Oh, baby. And, uh, 1800. And, and so right now. Do you, you want know, to do some charting, a, Nick? We have a serious breakout right now. Yeah, sure. I'll do it. Um, we, we have a serious breakout taking place uh, on the uh, crypto side of things. And uh, I'm just going to load this up real quick um, while we do that. And uh, 
there's two things that I'm looking at. I'm looking at uh, ApeCoin right now. This one is at a major breakout period. Spencer was saying not to buy it right around uh, 469. We're at 491, and I'm, I'm kicking myself right now. Uh, but this is a run-up uh, to the drop. Do we think it's going to go below that? Here's the thing that pisses me off. I have these two lines drawn, and uh, for those that are, that are watching online, uh, I had this line uh, drawn for an extended period of time. We broke out above it. We had exactly what I uh, was monitoring. Uh, it broke directly above. I should have had a, a limit order uh, uh, placed there ready to buy if I was following uh, these trends. So that, that's something that I'm regretting. Where do we see this go? I've seen people claim as high as 760 for that makes sense If ETH goes to 1800. I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a little more skeptical. Well, yeah, that's if ETH uh, goes up to this level, I think. Yeah. What, what was that? Yeah, I think so it's these are my old levels. I found it. I found it again. Uh, and basically, the target right now, if today closes above thirteen twenty six, which we did not get yesterday, but if we can get it today, next target on ETH is fourteen twenty nine. Uh, so this is a nice big gap up. Uh, and ape to your point, kicks. What was your target that you were saying? I said, yeah, if ETH's going to make a run up to like 1800, I could see Ape dragging along as well. It may have wow. a little bit more volatility after the uh, mint. You're shooting all the way for 1800. That's that's a bold maybe, claim. Maybe your 1728 number. Uh, wow. Okay, well, that's, that's a big run. That would be a, a massive turn of events if we actually saw something like that. Um, that'd be very exciting for everybody involved. Um, in the NFT ecosystem, unless it's too rapid of an incline. Um, what's interesting is the corresponding increase in uh, crypto with uh, this run-up to apes means that uh, trading in NFT land right now is a very exciting time to be in it. On the ape side of things, this is a harder one for me to, uh, for me to call. Um, we also have uh, less trading history of ApeCoin itself, but I like at a minimum uh, some run up here uh, towards six. I'd like to see a retest though. Um, usually anything that goes up with a straight line like this, and when you're riding this top part of the Bollinger Band, typically you get some sort of um, uh, at least a, a bounce back uh, take, to... Take a look uh, at, uh, right over where you're looking at, right there. The July-August yep. playbook. That's, I, that's I where we saw up. that, that yeah. blow up. Right now the mean on Ape is around four. Uh, I, I don't know how far it's going to come back. Let's say it comes down to like 420, which would make a lot of sense. 420.69 for, uh, for uh, ApeCoin. That would make a, a lot of sense. So I'd be interested in buying this on a pullback. Right now, it's, right, it's above the, the, the top of the Bollinger Bands. Anytime that you see that happening, uh, usually you're expecting um, a pullback. That said, uh, I... Back in April, soon after the launch of ApeCoin, we saw one of the most epic run-ups ever. But that was corresponding to an other deeds drop. Yeah, and which then was we like saw, the top top. Uh, yeah, and so the real question is, do, what is the expectations here uh, relative? You know, Solana apes at that point. Solana to thirty-two. Okay, that's that's a uh, interesting uh, call if here. He goes to eight. If, if ETH goes to 1728. If ETH goes to this 1728, one, I got sold going to 26.5. Okay. There you go. I like that. Okay. Wh wh where, I don't even know where that number is coming from, the 26.5. Trust it. Uh, Scroll out. 
Farther back. Much farther <laughs> oh, back. Oh, okay. Bro. Much farther Mom, back. We're all talking. Oh, okay. we're, well, we're, we're we'll, we'll, we'll do that. We'll do that another time. But the oh, uh, the the breakout um, right now. I mean, it looks so tiny. The moves at this point. I love. I love the soul trade. The, this is one of the best looking ones uh, of anything at this point in time. To buy Ape's here. Entrance. To buy now. Yeah, in the grand scheme of things. Well, okay, maybe two, maybe it, the 13th largest wallet bought $2 million worth of soul at $10 and is currently holding on to it. And that was found yesterday. People speculated that it was Google. I don't think it was Google. It seemed like it was bought prior to that. <laughs> I saw those threads. I'm like, dude, that's a bold-ass you claim. They're just like, it's Google because the Google uh, Google announced it's yesterday. It's a Google cloud yeah. server, dude. Yeah, dude, like, get the hell out of here. But Google did have a very nice announcement yesterday around node support. Wait, it wasn't Google? No. no. Why did everybody say it was Google then? Because the internet's never lied. It's <laughs> actually completely factual. You should always believe everything on the internet. But Nick, go ahead and finish your, your thought though. Uh, I, yeah, what I was saying about Solana is it got so oversold that uh, it looks like one of the more uh, compelling uh, tokens. I had bought a bunch in that uh, while um, uh, the FTX debacle was taking place. And uh, what happened there was I, I bought too high. So I bought it like 22. So I'm still under actually at this point in time. I wanted to reduce my cost and, and I may even like add a little here just to even, even uh, lower it. I don't know how high this crypto run uh, pumps. Like uh, the cautiousness that Spencer is feeling is one that I feel as well. And well, uh, I would not. Spencer was talking NFTs, which... Uh, you know, if ETH goes up, it would punish NFTs, at least in USD terms. Not always, but most of the time. But I think it's also just as, um, it, it's also not just the, uh, from the perspective of NFTs. I think uh, macro observers are a little mi- a, a, a little more cautious as well. Oh, so, yeah. well I mean, you can, you can finish the year with ETH at 1,200 or 1,000 and still go up to 1,700 before the next Fed meeting and back down. Well... Well, it, you know, I don't know which yeah, way it's going. Right or I'm going to be wrong. Uh, yeah, yeah like it, it's going to go one way or the other. 50-50. I mean, look, you love to hear it. Um, I mean, the big, the big game. So I, I talked about this yesterday. Like, I watch mutant apes go from twenty-seven grand to ten grand back to twenty-five grand right now, and that's just kind of a like it's just such a roller coaster ride with all of these assets and it just makes you kind of incentivized to in any moments of hype at all which i would consider right now and by the way we have an advantage too cuz we can see our numbers in terms of viewership and so when the numbers are high that those are typically times where the market is pumping when numbers are low those are typically times where the market is because- dumping because most people don't want to listen to our, our, our garbage in a uh, bear market. I'm going to be honest. Well, just, they just get tired of it and th- because it's not uplifting. It's, it's just cold, hard truth. And you come to us and you get some of us. We're, you know, we're known for spitting them facts, you know, saying the truth. And I think that that's an issue that a lot of people um, run into. Uh, Pio's over here sending the link to literally everybody and their mother and we have 10 people on, on, on YouTube, and it's causing my computer to have issues at this point in time. But hey, welcome to them. It's a very, very strong feminine energy that I'm getting out of <laughs> right now. 
Well, Signal's here, so okay. Anyway, um, like, <laughs> Arts, Andres, dude, are, like Andres just literally coughed into his mic. Like Andres, you're gonna have to, you're gonna have to mute if you're gonna cough. Get a cough button or something. Anyways, uh, get a cough drop, Andres. <laughs> Nick. <laughs> uh, Nick, so uh, you are right that the cold hard truth and spitting facts, we're going to have to get some merch items for that. Um, but I mean, you do have to think that there are times where you should sell into the hype and then buy when it pulls back afterwards. Basically, just buy when everybody's crying, when the numbers on our show are down, and sell when the numbers are up and everybody's saying this is a, a mini bull market. I mean, Clemente, you're a very. And these guys are geniuses. These guys are geniuses. <laughs> Clemente, you're an analytical guy. You just gave us you gave us your Bing analytics at the beginning. I'd love to know what you think of this rally and what you're expecting moving forward here. You're muted, Clemente. Yeah, I can you hear me? Yes. Yeah, Am we I can in? hear you. Cool. No, I t to be honest with you, I uh I haven't bought pretty much any I haven't bought anything in the last like two weeks. I've been I've been pretty much on the sidelines. To be honest, and I, I don't know if it's what people want to hear. What's changed in the last month that all of a sudden we're, we're buying into these projects? Like the, the narrative has all of a sudden shifted and I don't know what's changed, right? Like before it was like, hey, Web3 businesses are what's pumping. These guys need to build revenue streams with royalties going away. And now all of a sudden we're not talking about that anymore. And we're just buying into all these things willy nilly. Um, I don't know. That's just my take. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. In. So you don't like top buying is what I'm hearing? Well, and, and the, exactly. the, the distinction, what's changed is, is before when I bought an NFT, 95% of the time I lost money. Now, when I buy an NFT, 90% of the time I lose money. And that's one of the, that's what's changed. And that difference from 95% to 90%, it changes the game. And a lot of smart money managers have realized that shift has taken place. And, and they're now playing the game like they should, realizing that there's a 10% chance of winning. If you know that, if you, you know, as long as you know the numbers uh, and, and you see that shift, it's time to play ball. And right now is one of those moments where, you know, if your batting average is 10%, it's not great, but it's still decent. Like at least you're hitting the ball from some of those world-class pitchers. You know what I'm saying? And so I'm a big baseball guy, as everyone knows around here. One of my favorite games to talk during. And so um, that's just. You go to the uh, game and you just chat. I literally, I, every time I go to a game, I get yelled at by by the people in front. I remember this one, uh, this one like executive at uh, NBC who was sitting in front of me, and they turned around and they were like, "Are you gonna shut up? Like, are you gonna are you gonna stop talking at some point? Like, because there is etiquette of when you can talk and when you can't in baseball. I can't explain to you." what that is like I, because I have no idea because all I know is that the game is boring as hell and all I got to do is talk during it and use it used to be I'd get a beer now I'd go with the non-alcoholic option but they don't offer that in stadiums because stadiums still um apparently you can't add other people I see PO trying to add the studio is limited to 10 people what uh, that's so bullshit so Someone, don't worry, Brian, Baroque has Brian, higher priorities, so someone's going to get their head head chopped off. So, <laughs> so should we, oh, Andre's volunteered. All right, Andre's. No, you don't, you don't have to. You, you don't have to. Dude, I, I don't, you don't no, have no, 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 Baroque, I love you. You're, you're great. I love your energy you deserve. But the other thing is, bro, I don't know. My mic was muted on here. It was muted on my phone. So well, I, 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 muted, I, 
We're gonna I figure it out. You on, on there. I, 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 no I intentionally muted you because there were there was feedback, but now we're not getting the feedback. The reason was that phone was close to your microphone. For those that are listening, this is how microphone technology happens. When you put the phone next to the microphone okay. or within any shooting distance of it, you're going to get feedback, and that's a bad experience we, for we, audience. We got it. So, Drace, you'll you'll come back. Uh, great having you today. You'll be you'll be back. I'm gonna let Farouk on. Wow. Uh, <laughs> wow, you talked the team members' head off. Yo, yo, that's like that. Stay in the studio, Andre. You know, for, you know, Farouk's only going to be here for five minutes anyway. So. <laughs> I do have to. Yeah, no, just 25, 25 is 30 on our show. Um, Look at this setup, Farouk. You got the dope art uh, on the right side of the screen. You got what looks to be some vintage clothes on the left. You're, you're freaking. You're swagging. You're dripping over there. Well, you yeah. need to explain. So, uh, Pio, you need to like the majority of listeners are listening on Twitter. So it's it's rude to be just saying, "Look at that" when they can't see it. So I just want to explain real quick the picture that we're looking at. We're looking at the uh, uh, luscious locks of Farouk. That's in the foreground. That's number primarily. one. The uh, as many call it NFT Jesus is what many people call him. Uh, the well, I guess it would be the Persian Jesus. And then, uh, and then we have also on the uh, right-hand side, he has some phenomenal artwork and essentially trophies uh, that he's received throughout his life in social media. These are just uh, <laughs> things that he's received. It's, it's, it's actually it's, everywhere in front of me too. All uh, the is that a Beeple? Is that a Beeple? Yeah, it's, um, it's a Giga Chad, number 50 of 100. And when the bear hit, I bought it from a guy and he sent me the thing, brand new in box, never open. Damn. And, and uh, uh, there's also um, there were some bottles. He's just ripping it out with no care whatsoever. This thing is worth forty million dollars, and he just has that casually sitting on his. Uh, oh damn! It's not forty mil. Don't get me mugged and shit. Okay. <laughs> it was like twenty five ETH with the physical. I think okay. I got it still, but. Uh, well, there we go. That's pretty. And then serious. there is also there's the uh, there's the. Uh, wine bottles there that I noticed, which are just, uh, I forget where those came from. Are those Gary V wines? No, that's the Vinko stuff, Keyboard Monkey and Wizard. Okay. Well, cool. there we go. Uh, it's, it, it is a nice collection that's brewing over there. So very impressive. Better than all the other collections that uh, all of the other speakers on the stage have. So there's a little bit of an obsession and maybe a little bit of jealousy and envy uh, <laughs> deep down within us. Okay. Uh, ben Jammin uh, has a bong. Is his collectible item? <laughs> and the only ready. thing that's collectible about it is that he threw a uh, sticker on it. <laughs> so that was something that uh, made it a collectible. Um, that's basically how all of NFT collectibles work at this point. You gotta take a bong hit, Ben. And, and, and by the way, the audience is, is not usable. The, the audience is just leaving in droves right now. Anyway, I do want to I, I want to hear from Farouk. I also want to ask Sig because I was looking at my collection, Sig, and I saw my ferocious paint, and I'm up on ferocious paint. Are you selling any of those things that you were talking about buying? Like you talked about beans. Ferocious paint is obviously something that was brought up before too. What do you make of what's going on in the market and, and how are you operating here? Yeah, actually, it was going back to what Clemente was saying. Um, he asked, he said earlier, like, what has changed? Um, Clemente, I don't think uh, a huge amount has changed, but there's like the way I'm looking at the market right now is that there's liquidity, there's volume, and you want to play with it while it's there because Q4 was a bit of a drought. Um, and so I think if you time your plays and look at the correct 
collections and sort of choose your shots wisely, this is an, an amazing time to be uh, trading NFTs. Um, the ones that you may want to hold for longer, I don't think this is a good time to buy right now. But in terms of like getting, get, like getting, get out, build that stack, I think this is the best time. And that, that is the prime, like that's the biggest thing that has changed um, liquidity and volume. And then on paint, I'm just bullish on ferocious. I just think as, like as an artist, as an individual, um, you know, people really like them. Uh, they like, like um, them, them and their team have proved uh, so far what they're capable of as an artist. And I can't wait for the trailer. The last trailer was so good. Um, and I'm just so excited to see what the PFP is going to be. I think it's going to be banging. I really think it is. Oh yeah, for sure. It, it looks so sick. Uh, the, just the the artwork that exists right now. Of uh, I bought the uh, canvas and then the um, uh, and then one one paint. But the canvas itself looks sick. I'm just like, dude, that that like one the item with the city that comes out at the end. And yeah. mind you, I everyone who came to a fuel paint party got that for free too. So the beautiful thing is that I don't know how much you paid, but I think they were point five at some point, right? Yeah, I think I paid point uh, four or something. I was thinking yeah. about that the other day. Uh, full disclosure, I'm involved with Fuo, so I can't discuss what's coming next. Uh, but you're definitely going to have fun with it. Uh, but what's really cool, and you know Fuo, he's like super creative, and he's just been grinding and working on it. But what's really cool is that we gave away the paint to every single person who came to a paint party for free because we collected wallets over the multiple events for the last year and a half, two years. And then for coming, you also got a canvas. And what the canvas is, is represented a physical piece of where people painted IRL. So it's tied to, to, to all that. So it's super cool. That's no joke. I mean, Fuocious, uh is a darling of the NFT market at this point. Out of all the artists, uh, Fuocious is is valued consistently. There's other, uh, you know, other artists that have, are consistently valued. But I don't like the Nifty Gateway Squad. Fuocious is definitely one of the strongest. Node, I wanted to ask you real quick. Then I want to throw back to Farouk. But Node, have you been paying attention to Rust slowly becoming a darling of the market? Uh, I have a one of one by Rust, and I was like, I listed it at sixty nine ETH. And I thought that maybe that was an unrealistic price when I listed it. Now it's starting to feel more realistic. He's blowing Give up. Give it two months. Give it two months. Oh, we, just saw, we just saw Dirtbag sell for 1.2 overnight. So he's got to change his PFP. Uh, the Discord was going crazy when it sold. I got mine listed for 6.9 ETH. If that sells, I'll be, it'll be wild. I mean, I think it happens. There's a ton of offers coming in every day. We're seeing multiple sales over 1 ETH. The glitch dealer that he launched had, I think it was a 3 ETH sale, 3.69 ETH, uh, which is an addition he dropped as well. We There's real liquidity. A ton, an absolute ton. So it's it's amazing to see someone that like, we were all bidding basically in the Nifty Discord from like the 0.2 to 0.6 range for these one of ones when he was doing the uh, 480 collection. Nobody deserves it more than Rust. Like, and all artists should take note and look at what he did. I mean, he's just been creating art, sharing it in the Discord, for I what like a year almost now, like, and I think he's on day one eighty now. So a okay, half, so year. half year, yeah, and uh, yeah, I I own one piece of his. I'm I I do not have it listed. My claim to fame is I'm in one of his descriptions, so I'm I'm pretty stoked on that one of his one of his pieces. But man, there is a huge meta going on with. I mean, artists are exploding right now, and uh, I I think everyone needs to be a little careful actually at this moment. Like shout out to Rust, I love what he's doing. I love. I mean, I, I encourage all artists to to push and experiment, but there are more open editions right now than is like it, it's just insane. No, don't even get me started. It's insane. I was opinionated about the open editions yeah, the other I've, day. We I've, saw. Yeah, I've dropped what, a lot of dude, stuff. We saw Ghost drop 
uh, his open edition, make a million dollars in 10 minutes, and then slap a 10% royalty on it immediately after. And I even responded to Ghost. I was like, do we really need the 10% royalty? And he, like, favored it. Like, um, and then you have Jeremy Fall dropping a 16 million open edition, the largest one. There, I'm some of these man are just getting out of control. It's I mean it's really cool. I, I encourage artists to you know do what they want, but as as a collector, just be careful, right? <laughs> and like and uh, just because I think we're a lot of people are going to get left holding some pretty big bags at at substantial losses. So like really just buy these large editions if you like them. But yeah, I, I love what Russ is doing because he's dropping one of ones every day. Uh, he did the glitch dealer, which is cool. Um, and yeah, I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty excited to see like his trajectory because his art his art slaps, man. Nick, you were gonna say yeah, something. No, do you think it's a little poppy when everyone and their mom is like within like a two week span, like let's launch open edition? Well, yeah, it's like let's let's get this. One hundred percent. I've been selling. I mean, I've been trying really hard not to buy open editions, but like you know, there's a lot of at the same time, there's a lot of amazing art. In the last two weeks, like I've sold thirty NFTs, like not not uh not necessarily art, but just trying to get any liquidity I can out of the market. So I'm taking advantage of the pump and selling all sorts of stuff at a loss because there's actual liquidity. Um, but P.O., I don't know if you heard, but uh, I just I, I, I dropped my first NFT yesterday. I'm an artist now. No, you, know you didn't. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. What? Yeah, kicks, kicks side, kicks it easy. Where, where is it? Oh, you it's, actually, it's actually really, really well done. <laughs> and I, I have to give you credit because... I, w I was trying to make like uh, a, a similar piece of being like, you know, a futuristic art collector. And I just couldn't get the, the image to come out good. You know what I mean? Like it just like wasn't showing like paintings on the wall. So uh, what, what hand drawing tools were you using? For yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, <laughs> how do we find yeah. this? Just go hop on my Twitter. Okay, so here's you what got I that did. out of mid here's journey. Damn, this, this is impressive. This is uh, it's like this is meta, like real, real meta here, right? So I'm I, I it's it's a warning to all collectors is the piece of art. It's a warning to us so that we don't become you know uh, loaded with JPEGs and are super poor everywhere else. So I like that concept, and then I dropped it as uh, as a one of one. <laughs> so I the collector has become has become the artist, uh, warning people not to buy art, and my auction. My auction lasts 365 days. And somebody, uh, shout out, I think it was Rafa, uh, I forget his name, uh, Rafa Raphael or something on Twitter, uh, has kicked off the auction. Uh, so in 365 days, let's check back and see how this is going. Uh, I'm pretty stoked about it, to be honest. No, it's, it's sick. I love it. I also think you should just go Rust style and drop one of these every day and, and basically make them free at first. Make them like 0.0001 ETH or something like that at first. And then, I mean, look at what's, I mean, Rust is obviously doing original art that he's actually creating. But like at the same time, a, don't you shouldn't dismiss AI art and look at how sick this came out, dude. Yeah, it's like uh, the, uh, dude. The, look the, at the, the who's the top bid right now. What's that, Farouk? Go look at top bid right now. Oh, oh, no oh, way. Click on that right it's there. Let's see. Up. Let's see. What do we got for the culture? Whoa. Oh, snap. There we go. <laughs> Huge bid. That's Huge bid. bid. Let's check back Let's in. Go, Farouk. Check back in. Thank you, Farouk, my guy. You know, but I, I really do. I like the concept behind it. And we'll see. I have no idea what I'm going to do, but uh, I'm not going to flood the market with support. Well, I, I can't wait for you to really succeed and then 
uh, like open edition, and I'm just gonna replay videos uh, of <laughs> I mean, yourself. Uh, yeah, me. If I drop an OE, I will call it cash grab. So it's all gonna be it's all awesome. performance art, you guys. This is what I'm doing, dude. I got it. I've got this. I like it, Nick. Like are you gonna be a buyer of Nodes AI art? Uh, no. <laughs> I mean, I'm just, I'm, I'm no, just some people, um, some people have class, some others don't. It's all good. You know, we decide what we like. So, so uh, there's a chance, you know, I, I may, I like this style and that first picture looks dope. And I, I can't believe that you actually hand drew that. That's like absolutely shocking. Um, and just how long have you been studying art to get, to, to gain the skills to be able to, you know, paint a piece like that because it's inspiring. I mean, you know, we're all born as artists, Nick. We're all artists. So you just have to let that inner artist out. And I finally did it once I had the tools available to me. I didn't know my medium and my medium is mid-journey, you know. So Spencer asked me if this was hand-drawn, if it was made, if it was generated by AI or if I painted it. And I said it was generated by my mind and the tool was mid-journey. That's what I you told know, You know what's crazy is the reality is I actually think mid-journey and these AI tools are going to end up making up a large portion of the art market inevitably because like really what like the narrative is what collecting art is mostly about to a large degree. It's about the story of the artist. It's about the story behind uh, how they ended up creating that piece. And in this situation, like uh, I, I would actually, I, I wanted to actually go and outbid Farouk just now, but <laughs> the problem... It. But the problem is, is I got to lock my money up for that. So I'm for, for, for a year and I'm just like, <laughs> Froke's like, no, 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 do it. I, I want that 0.15 ETH back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I will let this man get his ETH back, you know, for sure. And thank you, Farouk. But I, I agree with you, Nick. Like the, the narrative is what matters. I mean, you look at friendship bracelets right now. Like I, I've talked to a lot of people and maybe I'm totally like, sorry, apologies to anybody that really loves the art behind friendship bracelets, but I don't really care for it. Oh, it um, sucks. But the narrative is killer. Like everybody's, everybody's calling them squiggles 2.0. They're calling them like the mutant to the board ape, you know? And so it's got this perfect narrative that, Hey, if you don't know what to get on art blocks, go ahead and get the friendship bracelet, you know? And so they're, they're crushing it even still. And that closes by the way, in like, a few hours. So if you have you last I found the wallet with in. two of them. You did? Wait, how did it It was how? a one eighth challenge wallet that we did. I bought an art blocks piece in that and oh. just so happened to be included in the snapshot. Minted my two and I hit one of the rare yarns on it. Sold it yesterday for one point two ETH and sold the other for point six. So a nice little one point eight ETH. And the best part was someone was going through the wallets on Twitter. Same. And, he saved me too. Yeah, for real. We were in the same exact tweet. And he would tag us both. It was like, you both have friendship bracelets. Go claim them. Yeah, I was like, I had oh, minted you're one, a legend. And I forgot it was two. And the second one I meant is lit. It's like one of those red ones. Mine are like normal crap. Uh, so <sighs> the uh, it's it's unfortunate. I have two of them. And, uh, uh, but regardless... Whatever I got, I have an ETH. After the dead fellas, after the dead fellas, yeah, like after the dead fellas hit Nick, you're not allowed to complain about not getting a rare airdrop again. And 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 uh, what I got a quota on mutant land. That was good. Did, yeah, yeah. Did, for rogue during, I, I don't remember. Did you get a mutant? Yeah. Uh, uh, sorry, a quota also. I got a quota on a mutant land with you guys. Yeah, we yeah. all got. We all got them on mutant land. Yeah, that was so. 
what were the uh, what were the odds of that? That was like uh, pretty you crazy. You guys did it on purpose for the influencers. Yeah, it was I rigged. It, yeah, it was okay. rigged, <laughs> or it was rigged for Farouk, but it wasn't rigged for us. You know. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um. So we got we got Ben Jammin, who hasn't had a chance to to chat that much. Ben, uh, welcome to the show. I know you're living that daddy life. Are you are you participating right now? Like, are you selling NFTs? Do you have a bag of NFTs? Did you already clear everything out? Like, what's the state of affairs going into this mini rally for Ben? Um, fortunately, I've been a net buyer recently. I've been uh, going with the whole uh, public founders meta, so I've I've really rode that up a little bit. I've bought some of uh, like Sappy Seals, the Plague, Space Riders. I've been you know staying with the the PFP because that's really where more of my quote unquote expertise is. But uh, I do have a, a one of one Rust. And uh, shout out to Noah talking about he was he made a description. I actually have the NFT that I'm in the description of, which is pretty interesting. Nice. So shout out to Russ. He's really been killing it. Let's but, go. Uh, yeah, man. I, I, I love NFTs and uh, almost more than money sometimes. So <laughs> I've been a, I've been a net buyer and uh, it's, it's been good. But fortunately, you know, my bags have held up well. I, I bought a bunch of ApeCoin right before the staking started and I've been compounding the ape as well so i've been claiming them and um restaking so it's it's been a nice about a month for me generally but yeah 2022 uh was a little bit of a dumpster fire so it's one of those you know up one percent memes so happy to be here happy to be buying but um i i trade still you know do a little bit of that but when i can when i can find the time you know a somber note from uh, Ben Jammin there, you know, a little bit up, but a painful 2022. Yeah, but he's smart, though. He's not overextending the energy, right? He's not getting burnt out in the bear. He's resting, recouping, keeping the feet nimble, chopping the feet, getting some plays, getting some sappy seals, right? When that next bowl comes, this dude's going to come off like Michael Jordan just for that next, get that next championship. No big deal. Yeah, kicks. I mean, I still stretch every morning, you know, ready to get back in the game when Amen. when the, the coach calls on me. I did 40 push-ups up. and sit-ups yesterday. <laughs> That's awesome. I actually did 40 squats and 40 calf raises, so we're killing it lately. And Ben's <laughs> literally looking like John claude Van Damme blood sport, you know, just full 90-degree angle on both legs, ready to head kick you. Go ahead, Dick. Was it a combined 40 or was it uh, 40 each? That's the real question I'm wondering. Yeah, two sets of 20. Okay, uh, so 20 push-ups and 20 uh, sit-ups. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you got to get back in slot. That's how you call it 40. Got it. He does the push-ups <laughs> as he's doing sit-ups. He's really efficient. Uh, Everybody's commenting that Bunny looks tweaked. Is it because you're not, drinking I'm, Red Bull? I'm, I haven't had my Red Bull. Mm -hmm. I haven't smoked any weed yet. <laughs> I, was like, I was late from dropping the kid off at school. I had to come straight here. I had to wait till my daughter naps. <sighs> Wow. Dude, Bunny, I'll, I'll take the heat off you for a second. Check out this comment from YouTube right here. This is in response to me. Uh, they say, <laughs> you know how much creativity fits in that forehead. I have a nice, Yo. beautiful, large forehead. <laughs> Shout out to Herbivore, my guy. The very first, I, rem I still remember the very first uh, uh, YouTube I did with P.O., I got like 10 forehead comments, dude. So if people love Yo, my why forehead. Don't, why don't these bozos come on live stream? Yeah, huh? dude, you know, on. Like, what's up with that? I, well, I look because you're not know, invited. Angle, my forehead is large and it's beautiful. Uh, I look sure really good. Invited everybody. Trust me. He is literally tweeting out the link now for for YouTube at, at this point. A shout out to Andre. Still <laughs> Come in check the, out still, still on deck. 
right now. Oh, Andres is like ready to, to get in the game if he has to. Like, look, I'm just going to quickly, just in case, let's say Kicks had to go to the restroom, just going to swap in Andres real quick. No problem. He's back. He's ready to get in the game. He's in the bullpen. But, oh, there we go. We're back. We're back to Kicks. Uh, <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, look, that, that's our time. So we really hope yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're going to have to be a hockey coach, right? You're going to have to the have lines, different, uh, the different yeah, lines. Exactly. Like, all right, you guys are out. Good, good, good set. You know how like the guys, what do they do? They dump the puck into the other side. Bunny, you look like a hockey guy. Did you grow up playing hockey? I, I hate hockey. It's the worst sport. <laughs> oh, come on. It's the worst sport. For Oak's Canadian, so he knows about hockey. Jersey on my wall. Oh, yeah. You got to know. You dump the puck. graduated from the school of hockey. <laughs> yes. L love to hear it. Well, look, ladies and gentlemen, that's our show. We run the show Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to just about this time, each and every day, Eastern time. We hope you enjoyed it. Sign up for the newsletter. Go to the nifty.com, T-H-E-N-I-F-T-Y.com. The, the, the giveaway, so I got to just, uh, I just got to give out. Look, here's the deal. If you go sign up right now, the nifty.com, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm drawing a, uh, I'm drawing a winner. Uh, for a nifty portal in the next uh, in the next minute. So uh, go sign up the nifty.com. It's free to join. Let me just say you're gonna want to be on this list in advance. There, there's uh, I don't want to say the exact date that that, that um, you're gonna want to be on by, but let's say today is a good day. So if you're on the list, you're making a smart decision and I'm not just making this up. like this is not a made up thing. You're going to be getting some uh, incredible rewards. So head over to the nifty.com. Um, just kidding. I'm making that up. I'm just trying to figure out what 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 strings can I pull to make you just enter your damn email, you know? It, <laughs> it, it's crazy. People in the NFT space don't use email, though, so it doesn't even really it. matter. I oh, Farouk's on the newsletter. Here we go. Let's go. He, he's on the list. Maybe what are the odds that Farouk wins today's uh, portal? <laughs> That, that's the real question. Because I have 19, so it'll top me off of 20. So it's Ooh. meant to be. Uh, well, it, actually, the number of portals you have does factor in, not to the giveaways right now, but I'm actually about to add that uh, momentarily. Oh, the number of votes you have, uh, entries into the contest, is based on the number of portals that you have. So, so uh, uh, remember that as you're moving forward. Uh, portals and then our future PFP and maybe even Bodagos uh, will factor in to the influence on the uh, on these giveaways for more portals. That's kind of biased though. So you, so like the more portals you have, the higher odds you have of winning a portal. That's a pretty crazy dynamic right there. That's a Ponzi. Sign up today. Today's is not actually based on that. So just go over there. Uh, if you're on the list, you win. Uh, I've always watching. Did y'all see the Bernie Madoff? Uh, documentary on Netflix. It was pretty solid. I started and it. It's really good. It, it's really good. Yeah, you can't you can't get it done in one night if you're gonna actually uh, sleep. But um, hey, hey, before we wrap, Nick, real quick, uh, when you're eating your hard boiled eggs, why don't you call Comcast and see if you could upgrade that shit internet? <laughs> <laughs> Motherfuckers on Cricket Wireless, dude. Comcast still exists. <laughs> and 
I'm plugged into the wall and it tells me that I have one gigabit. I, don't, I have no idea what the hell is going on. The delay. Yeah, you're in the kilobyte range, buddy. Yeah, kilobytes per second on it, registering on his screen. You got some dial-up stuff going on right there, Nick. Look, ladies and gentlemen, shout out to everybody that joined the show today. Ben Jammin, the one and only Farouk. Of course, easy and kicks. Node brought his forehead. Clemente came through with some analysis. Everyone thinks Bunny's on drugs and Signal works wonders as usual. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm, I'm using my phone now, P.O., okay? So we're not dealing with none of this internet nonsense. Sounds this much is how better functioning. now. So uh, I'm live on this stream on my phone. That's the way I to like go. it. Well, I'm going to – look, we'll be back tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks for joining us. Sign up for the newsletter. Hold on. Wait, should I say who – well, I, I can't say who the winner is because it, I give away their email address. But, so uh, what are you going to do? One of you I have won. no idea. Congrats. Hey, one of you won. <laughs> so – one of you won. <laughs> I won! <laughs> Catch you guys next time. Thanks so much for listening. We will be back tomorrow. See you later, everybody.